Hey there, and welcome to the Leap Podcast. Striving to meet the greatest challenges facing humanity, Leap is a global tech event and a platform for unearthing the minds of some of the most influential people on the planet. Join our conversations as we explore the pivotal role technology has in reshaping our world. Welcome to another edition of the Leaping Podcast Series. I'm Richard Spur. Today's focus is on one of Leap 22's stellar standout speakers who we're pleased to be welcoming back to Riyadh for the 2023 edition. Baroness Karen Brady, CBE, is the Vice Chairman of West Ham United, a British business executive and television personality. She's a former managing director of Birmingham City FC and an aide to Alan Sugar on The Apprentice. She's a Conservative member of the House of Lords and has been a small business ambassador to the UK government. Karen is a regular writer for the Woman and Home magazine and the Sun newspaper. She's also published four books, including a Sunday Times bestseller. In a research piece conducted by the Wilson Centre earlier this year, it was found that the gap in ownership of established businesses between men and women in the MENA is more than 40%, the largest worldwide. Of course, there are several initiatives to try and close this gap, but ultimately, will they be successful? In today's podcast, we ask Baroness Karen Brady, CBE, about the issues that exist because of this gap, what can be done to greater empower women founders in that region, and ultimately, through what means can the region reach greater parity between men and women founders and business owners especially in technology. Karen, welcome. There is quite a large gap. What are the main issues that arise from having this gulf, as it were? Well, Richard, thank you very much for having me. I'm really looking forward to coming back to Leap. It was such an incredible conference uh, where I met so many interesting entrepreneurs, business startups, new ideas, innovations. It was really incredible. You raise a very good point on the question that you ask. And of course, you know, the main issue is the wasted talent that obviously leads to income equality and much less growth. And, um, you know, female entrepreneurship remains an untapped source of this growth. It, 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 it's, it's unemployment generation um, and innovation. Um, and when you look at all the innovators we saw at Leap, uh, to encourage more women into, um, into these fields is going to be a very important initiative going forward. Both, I suppose, from a social and an economic perspective, as you briefly highlighted, this is still quite a big issue, though, isn't it? Absolutely. And there's lots of challenges faced by female founders, um, whether that's the difficulty in finding funding sources, uh, not getting enough support, um, having to deal with problems like finding networks. Then there's the sort of softer issues that are really important, things like confidence and role models, um, you know, and, and, and some of the typical stereotyping that you get across all of the world. Um, and then, of course, like, you know, of all my titles, Richard, probably the best one that suits me is working mother. So we have other duties as well around family and home. And those create very different types of challenges. Now, whilst there are initiatives that seek to address this particular problem, what do you think needs to be done first? I think that the most important thing is to allow women to have access to raising capital. That's very important. To upskill them. So sometimes it's the lack of skills, lack of education that really can be a barrier. I think it's also very important that women have role models, um, that sort of can-do attitude, they can see it. That breeds confidence. 
and they can obviously uh, be visible. They need to be visible in, in the system. And of course, we need a change in attitudes and we most importantly need to encourage and nurture women to have that drive for uh, upskilling, increasing their talents. And how can we empower women to become, well, not just successful, but, but founders and also business owners? Well, I think the most important thing is to give encouragement and give uh, women their voice. So they might have all of the knowledge, all of the skills, all of the expertise, uh, but they sometimes have that self-doubt that, that stops them from climbing the ladder or setting up their own business. Uh, so I think it's really important that we show encouragement, we give mentorship um, and we do a lot of coaching and mentoring. Those are things that really can help people realise their full potential and they can develop their own leadership style. And mentors are the people that um, give your mentoree access to people and ideas and networks that they couldn't achieve on their own. And that is really very important. I think we also need to be flexible. Lots of women um, have to make difficult choices between family and career um, and giving them that flexibility to try and be able to do both is very important. And obviously um, maintaining a, a talent pipeline as a business. Uh, you need to encourage more women into the pipeline, encourage them to get on, give them promotions, uh, shine a light on them and they will become the role models uh, to other women and role models are really very important. You know, as a woman in a business, when you see another woman who maybe has a family, um, but it shows professionalism, shows drive, shows her capabilities, those are the people that give you the encouragement to, to, to go and do it yourself. And specifically, I wonder, Karen, what advice you would give to young women across the Middle East and North Africa in this particular area? I think it's the same advice I'd give to women all over the world. Uh, you need to upskill, you need to have a strong idea, you need to know your worth, you need to stand up for your opinions, you need to encourage support, um, and you need to put your best foot forward. And that is all about confidence. Having the ability to command attention in a room, to get backing, to push forward your ideas, and uh, to galvanize support. Great leadership is often about vision, and sometimes it's a vision only you can see. And leadership is about persuading people on your vision to help you deliver it. And you have to remember, and young women should remember, that people do business with people. So having a great personality as well as a great idea, the ability to communicate, the ability to persuade, those are really important skills when uh, you're looking to set up a business or further your career. And what would you say, Karen, are the main obstacles to achieving greater parity between men and women in this particular regard? What can be done to mitigate the barriers that still, I think, do, do exist? Well, I do think the most important thing is upskilling. It's uh, giving women access to networking. Those are very important in terms of building a network around you to build a career. Uh, it's definitely about access to, to finance. You know, women are often seen as sort of risky clients uh, and tend to be looked upon um, unfavorably in terms of being to, to, to lend money. So I think taking that obstacle away is very important. All women all across the world suffer from stereotyping. That is a, a, an issue across the world and allowing women to stand up, to be confident, to have backing, to galvanize their support, to encourage them 
and to invest in them, those things are really important. According to uh, Wired.me, female-founded startups drew just 1.2% of Middle East VC funding in 2021. I wonder how much you feel of the responsibility to be agents of change lies with those VCs. That doesn't really surprise me. I mean, I read a report the other day that said only about 12% of decision maker at VC firms are women. And most of those firms don't have a single female partner. So you can see when there's fewer women venture capitalists, fewer women get support. But it's interesting that when uh, women venture capitalists do make decisions, they're twice as likely to invest in female teams. So the lack of sort of gender equality in funding startups, that leads to further problems and it affects a sort of overall picture of women and women entrepreneurs. So having more women-led startups means they employ more women, they invest in more women and they have a much different focus. And that's the solution is, is not for VCs to suddenly start supporting women startups start simply because they're founded by women. It's about weeding out those institutional patterns and thinking and stereotyping and unconscious bias that prevents some VC firms from recognising the great potential ideas presented to them by women. And we've heard your advice uh, to women in the region and really, I think, worldwide. What are your hopes for women founders in the region over the next, let's say, 10 to 20 years? Well, I think that the biggest turning point has to do with the rise of the female empowerment movement and this great desire for independence. And by independence, I mean the independence of being in control of your own decisions and also financial independence. Um, and that leads to having a you know, fulfilling career path for many women. I see a vision very positive. I think women are taking the first steps now. They're validating their, their ideas. They're preparing their business plans. They're working out how they get funded. They're not being underestimated. I think there's a big swing to recognising that 50% of the population is women and that's an incredible amount of talent in that percentage. I think they're beginning to understand they're starting to build up their networks. That could be in investors, in colleagues, in mentors, advisors and so on. And I think I see a great pathway through to that to really helping women. I think they're also understanding they need to find their supporters and they're really conscious of that. You know, whether that is their funders, their accelerators, their experts, and they're not afraid to ask for help. And I see that as a, a big step in the next 10 to 20 years. And all in all, I see a, a, a great future for women. I think women are beginning to be taken seriously. They're beginning to get equality. The barriers that have held them back over years are beginning to be peeled apart. And this whole movement of women who want their independence, they want to set up their business, they want to be taken seriously. Those things are really changing and so much for the better. How do you feel events like Leap make the most of promoting women founders and also women business leaders? Leap is a great event. It brings together people from all different backgrounds, all different levels on their career journey. Some people just have an idea. Some people have started. Some people have not only started, but they've built an incredible business. So it's a great place to learn. It's a fantastic place to meet like-minded people. And more importantly than that, it's a chance to 
network, to build a network of people around you that can help you turn your nugget of an idea into a global business. And just finally, if I may, men, women, whoever it may be that are looking for investment, what would your final words of encouragement and advice be to those who are pitching to the people with the money? Well, the most important thing is to have confidence in your idea, to be able to talk about it, uh, to get over your nerves, practice, and really nail your pitch. Be very specific about the problem that your uh, idea is solving or the new product that you think is very different to what else is on the market. Be personable, uh, show that your idea works, uh, talk about the gaps in the market, talk about uh, the things that you will be bridging uh, and have a lot of fun with it because people enjoy watching others that have passion and ideas and enthusiasm. Nobody likes to see someone on stage who's nervous, worried and doubting themselves. If you don't doubt yourself, the investor won't doubt you. Baroness Karen Brady, many thanks for your time. And remember, Karen will be joining us for the next edition of Leap, taking place from February the 6th to the 9th, 2023, in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. And we look forward to seeing her there. We'll be back soon with another edition of the Leap In podcast series.